Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Secret of Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Good evening and thank you for joining us tonight. My name is Shannon and welcome to The Secret of Everything radio show with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. We will be taking phone calls tonight. You can also reach us at our chat room. It's open. And tonight I'd like to introduce Dr. Kimberly. Hey, Kim. Hey, Shannon. What do you think about this 80-degree weather we've been having this week? It is unbelievable. I can't believe we've had a record for three days in a row. Oh, have we? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I heard that today that it's been a record. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's amazing. It feels like definitely May. Uh, Were you going to tell people about anything before we introduce our lovely guests that we have tonight? I'm pretty excited. I think it's going to be a really interesting show and give everyone an opportunity to ask some questions about the writing process and maybe we can talk a little bit about the paranormal. And we've just got a lot going on. We'll introduce our guests in a minute. But did you want to talk about anything about the website or what we offer? Absolutely. First of all, what we do offer is intuitive likes coaching. We do transformational energy balancing. We do medical intuitive. We do energy transmission. And we also do vibrational testing. I know we've been talking about vibration um, not only on the first show, which was mostly about vibration, but we do mention it in all all of the shows pretty much. We (laughs) will be doing vibrational testing for $5 to get your vibration tested. You can do that. Through our website, you can email us through the website at serenitynaturalwellness.com. You can also go to PayPal and go ahead and pay your $5, and as soon as we get the email, we will send you back your vibration. That is at on PayPal at naturalwellnessherbs at hotmail.com. We also are going to offer a 10-minute meeting mini reading for $15, which you can also go to PayPal at naturalwellnessherbs at hotmail.com and go ahead and pay for that. And then Kim will email you to let you know exactly when she'll be doing that mini reading. We will be doing mini readings tonight on air if you call in. So for free. To be clear, for free, for free if you if Absolutely. you're live, if you call in. That's kind of your reward for calling in, interacting with our guests, interacting with us, and or vibrational testing. I mean, so if you want both, that's fine. We'll go ahead and do that. Um, they will be mini readings. If we cut you off, I apologize. If you want the rest of your reading, you can go ahead and pay on PayPal. This gets a lot. And um, I kind of start channeling, and it gets away from us. And the show's gone on, like, one or two people, and we really want to give everybody an opportunity to take part in that. So, like I said, if you're hearing this show live, um, you can call in to 646-564-9712, and, you know, that will be, you know, gladly given for free, but if you're hearing this as an archive show, we've had requests for these services that we normally don't offer. They aren't up on the website yet, so we thought we'd give the archive guests because they get all excited because we're talking about them so that they can participate. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to introduce a very special guest. I'm so excited that she's with us tonight, and thank you so much for being here. Her name is Charlotte Blackwell, and she is a teen paranormal author of a series called The Mystic Embrace. Or the, no, it's the Embrace series. Her latest novel 
is called Mystic Embrace. Welcome, Charlotte. Hello. How are you guys tonight? Doing well, we're hot because we're having like 85 <laughs> degree weather here in Ohio. So <laughs> I don't know what the yeah. weather's like where you are, but like rubbing that in a little bit. It's <laughs> I don't know. It's it's maybe 40 here. Oh wow! You're in Canada, right, Charlotte? I am. I'm in I'm in Alberta, and the weather here is just crazy. Every every area around me had like a foot of snow yesterday. Luckily, oh, wow. it didn't hit me. <laughs> it had a foot of snow. Wow. That's, yeah. Wow. That's very different. Yeah. I guess we are rubbing that in. We're about to break out the bikinis, and you guys are still have the snow shovels out. So. Yeah. Snow so you're tires, used to that, right? You were you yeah. grew up there, right? I grew up here, but I don't think you ever get used to it. I agree, and I think the older you get, the harder it is to deal with the cold weather. Yes. The blood doesn't circulate as well, so you can't stay as warm. <laughs> exactly. Well, Charlotte, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to start off asking you some questions. These are just my personal questions. Nobody else may care, but I care. So I am curious what led you to become, I guess this is a two-part question. First of all, what made you decide to write teen novels rather than write, like, exclusively? I know a lot of adults. I said to my daughter, well, I read some teen novels, and she's like, yeah, we know you do, Mom, which I don't know what that's supposed to be. <laughs> I don't know, maybe when I'm immature or something, not so sure. But, um, but specifically, I guess you targeted a teen audience, so I'd like to know what led you to that decision. And then what led you to write paranormal? I mean, was that a genre decision as far as marketing or did something happen in your life that led you to write paranormal fiction? So if you could answer those two questions to start out with, that's kind of something I'd like to know. Yeah, sure. Well, I chose, um, they kind of go hand in hand. I mean, I chose teen novels because I have a teenager for one. Um, She's 13, and I'm kind of always with her and her friends and my younger children as well, being a stay-at-home mom. And so I kind of see everything going on in their life. So I wanted to address some of those issues. I have a very, very close relationship with my 13-year-old, and I know that not all parents have that and they can't always talk to their kids about the issues and and the things and the insecurities and stuff that they're going through. So I wanted to do that through my writing. So that's why I chose, one of the reasons why I chose teen. The other is because it's my favorite. I like reading teen books. Oh, good. I'm I don't know. Maybe I'm in the church too. (laughs) 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 You know, but yeah, so... That's what led me to teen. As for paranormal, I've just, I've always been interested in the paranormal. I love um, vampires and ghosts and um, witches, which, you know, like I've, when I started writing the Embrace series, I actually became even more interested in um, paganism and Wiccan and all of that because I started doing the research for it and I really learned a lot about it and I kind of said, wow, you know, a lot of this is, you know, like what I've what I feel and what I believe. So it pulled me in even deeper. And so that's kind of why I stuck to the paranormal, um, just because of my own silly little passions. So were you a writer, but, well, wait, hold on a minute. (laughs) Now I'm into this (laughs) line of questioning. Hold on one second. Um, So were you, 
have you written other things? Did you write for newspaper? Did you write for marketing? Did you write any other? Or how did you become a writer? What made you decide to start writing? I mean, that's kind of a big thing. I mean, everybody always says they want to write a novel, but what made you decide to sit down and actually do it? And then how did you take that all the way to getting it published? Well, that's actually a pretty interesting story because um, four years ago, I would have never have seen this in my future. I would have never even considered it. I Not only didn't I like reading, I mean, I despised reading my entire life growing up. And um, about three, four years ago, I guess it was about four years ago, my daughter started reading the Twilight series, and she said, Mom, you have to read this. I'm like, are you kidding me? Come on, I don't read. No, get off my back. And I'm like, okay, fine, I'll give it a try. Just, you know, lead by example, I guess, you know, try new things. And I loved it. I mean, I dove into it, and I read all four books in the matter of a week. And, I mean, up until that point, I think I read two books my entire life. And then I just kept reading. I went to Kelly Armstrong, and I went to, you know, like all these other paranormal authors. And I loved it, and I was kind of said, no, I can do this. I'm going to try. So I grabbed just a coil notebook. I didn't even have a laptop. We had our family computer, which was always a fight to get on. And so I just grabbed some coil notebooks and a pen, and I wrote Immortal Embrace all by hand. Wow. Then my husband said, you know, maybe we need to get you a laptop. So he got me a laptop, and I started writing um, articles. I started doing, um, what was it called, associated content, and I started doing articles. I I did a whole series of articles on my sister and her um, journey through breast cancer. I Mm. did things on kids and homeschooling. I homeschool my oldest ones, so, like, I all kinds of stuff. And then I started writing for Yahoo!, and I was um, ah, okay. uh, a correspondent for Grey's Anatomy and private practice TV shows. So, like, every week I would write an article on the show that week. And that kind of really got me into it, and I really loved it and had a passion for it now. And and so then I got my, you know, I had my laptop, and I started going on Facebook and, and meeting other writers, and I started learning from them, and they started teaching me things, and I input Immortal Embrace into the computer, and I shared it with some of them, and they they taught me how to improve it a little bit better and, you know, get it better. And then I just started sending out query letters and said, no, I'll give it a try. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. It's no big deal, but you've got to try, you know, like. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I lucked out. I had about 50 rejections from agents, and then I decided, you know what, I'm going to try a couple of publishers just you know, by my own, by myself. I, who needs an agent? You know, I'm going to try this on my own. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, um, I tried four publishers. One sent it back and said, I absolutely love it. Your style is amazing. I've never seen anyone write first-person present tense like you before. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. it's just not what we publish. And I said, okay. And the next one um, wasn't interested. And then the third one, she took it on. She wanted it immediately. And then the fourth one came back and said she wanted it. So now I had a decision to make. And I ended up going with World Castle Publishing, and they have been great to me. Aww. And so, I mean, I I really lucked out. I mean, there's not many writers out there that get published, number one. But number two, to have their very first 
piece of work ever published. It it doesn't happen. So I've been very very lucky. That, that is, really is an amazing story. Well, I want to make a side note here, Shannon. Let's have a little talk about Shannon for one second. So, Shannon, who told you to read the Twilight series? And did you read before that? <laughs> no, I was just getting ready to say that. I because that's unbelievable. Because before, I never read anything. You know, I hardly read magazine articles, let alone a book. And I probably read the Twilight series in two weeks. I mean, I well, just didn't I tell you you had to read it? it? Absolutely. I told you, I said, you have to read this. It is the best. And, Charlotte, I am an avid reader. My mom taught me to read when I was three. And I have mm-hmm. read, excuse my language, everybody, a hell of a lot of books in my time of all genres, all kinds, all lengths. And I kind of hate to say this out loud in public. That is one of the most well-crafted pieces of fiction I have ever read in my entire life. It is just, it's an amazing, it's just an amazing piece of work. It's almost, I mean, I I think it's just so inspired. And I don't read about vampires. Obviously, I'm very into the paranormal, but it was very, very difficult. My girls begged and begged and begged. I have four girls, a number of them teenagers. They begged me to read that. You know, my oldest daughter for just weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks before I gave it, and I'm so glad I gave it. And then I think, Shannon, didn't you go on, kind of like what Charlotte said, now Shannon reads all the time. She not you know she reads. Oh, I don't know what you yeah. read, but she reads a lot of paranormal books. Um, she got me into J.R. Ward, who I also just adore. Very very prolific um, writer. So it's just kind of interesting. I think what I think is really neat about you know literature, good literature, is that it can really inspire a movement. And that book series has you know caused a lot of teenagers and adults that never read before. You know, to read it, it inspired you to write, right, Charlotte? So it's pretty well, amazing. It, it is amazing. I mean, there's so many critics and so many people out there that are, oh, I hate Twilight, I hate this. And, I mean, if anything, Twilight got not tens, not hundreds, but thousands of people reading again. And, you know, like I said, it's gotten me a career, <laughs> Before before you were before you actually started writing, you said you were a stay at home mom or I thought I saw somewhere where you actually were a nurse. I yeah, I was a nurse until I um was expecting my third child and after, when I was expecting him I said, you know what, like right now with two children in daycare and driving, I work twelve hour days and, and all of this, I'm making twenty five dollars a day after taxes and everything. Putting a third oh, yeah. child in daycare, I'm going to be paying to work. So I was a nurse. <laughs> I was a nurse until I had my third, and then I I became a stay-at-home mom. And a few years ago, I started homeschooling my oldest daughter. And um, next year, my youngest starts grade one, and that was the time that I was supposed to go back to work. But uh, it looks like I get to stay home and, and work now. Oh, that's so awesome! Yeah, it is. That's exciting. I'm a big homeschooling yeah. fan, too. I homeschooled a number of my children, including my oldest daughter, who is in her second year of college in Colorado at 19, which is a pretty impressive feat. So I'm here to say homeschooling definitely, definitely works. Um, I'm kind of flexible. I take my kids in and out of school. But that's wonderful that you can, you found a career that you can, you know, stay home with your kids and integrate. Yeah. So let me ask you, go ahead. I like it. I mean, it's, 
it's nice because so many, you know, so many of us, we have to work outside of the home and our kids end up getting raised by other people. And I really, I mean, I didn't want that, but I felt like I had to contribute and everything. And so that's when I went into nursing and I thought it was a good career and I, I was a pediatric nurse, so I was working with other people's kids. I was Aww. taking care of other people's kids. And it was like, when when can I take care of my own? You know, I I worked in the neonatal care with the premature babies. Um, mm-hmm. All of my children were premature, and um, so it, it meant something to me because I went through that with my kids. And, uh, I mean, I loved it, but I love being at home with my kids even more. Most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. So let me ask you, I know this is a question that people listening to want me to ask, so I'm going to ask it, and I want to know too. So have you had any personal paranormal experiences or um, experience with the paranormal directly that um, relates to your work or that you'd like to share? Mm Mm-hmm. Actually... It's kind of an interesting story. We um, we lived in my brother-in-law's house. He was um, teaching English over in Japan. And so we said, well, we'll live at your house and we'll take care of your house for you. We haven't bought in our own house yet. And so when all of my kids were little, they actually all saw and described the same man in that house. They all saw him. They all described him exactly the same. Um, wow. My youngest, he couldn't even talk yet, and he would point and giggle at the exact same corner where my other two saw this man. So there was that. And then we've had some, some things in our new house as well, whereas I would be writing, and all of a sudden, and I, like, I lock myself in my bedroom, and I sit in my bed with my laptop. <laughs> I love and, it. I love it. I do that. <laughs> yeah, I that's my oasis, you know, like that's my spot. It's my quiet place. The dogs can't bother me. The kids don't bother me. And I would be sitting there writing, and all of a sudden my bed would start shaking for no reason. Wow. <laughs> I I kind of freaked out about it for a while. I called my daughter up, you know, like this happened for weeks. And I called my daughter up, and I said, Jordan, get up here. And she came, and she sat on the bed, and then all of a sudden the bed started moving, and we were like, what the heck is going on? And, I mean, I freaked about it for weeks. Now, um, I even contacted people about it and and stuff because there was a few other things going on. My my oldest daughter was seeing people in the house, and, and one of them was quite frightening. And um, so I took some, some measures, you know, like I, I cleansed my room and that kind of stuff, and uh, nothing was helping, and I couldn't figure it out well. That particular instance turned out, we found out later that it was um, partially my middle child jumping off of her bed, and it was shaking the floor. (laughs) But some some of it was paranormal because there was times it would happen at like 3 o'clock in the morning, so I know those times it was something happening. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, her jumping off the bed explained why it didn't stop when I wanted it to. Interesting. But no amount of cleansing stop that jumping off the bed vibration. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> it was freaking me out. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty amazing. Um, so are your children do you feel like your children are gifted like are they medium do you think they have mediumistic abilities or that bent at all? Have you thought about that? I I don't know. Um I mean my oldest daughter, she's she's the one that's had the most activity and I mean she's thirteen now and you know, like they they say that children can see and sense things that we as adults can't see, and so I wonder: is it just that? Is it just because they're you know like young and innocent and they can see and sense that stuff? But then I think, okay, well Jordan's getting kind of older now, so is there something going on there? Well, usually, because all my girls are gifted, usually when they come hit that puberty age, which can be, you know, anywhere from 11 to 14-ish, usually if they have a, a latent psychic ability, it's going to show up stronger and clearer and unmistakable then. So I would kind of keep an open mind that um, mm-hmm. she may be truly gifted. In, and, of course, if you as a mother, you know, what you want to do with that, but I'm a big advocate of developing and encouraging and allowing them to be you know, those gifts. So, um, and because she's gifted, I would wonder if your other kids may have different levels or different types of, you know, those kind of abilities as well because it's carried in the line, either, you know, usually in the male line or the female line, and I don't know if you have any. Um, just because paranormal things, I want to make this clear to the audience, and I think most people would agree, just because paranormal things happen to you does not necessarily mean that you have any other than normal, which we're going to talk about later in the show, psychic ability. So, you know, I don't know if it would have came through you, Charlotte, or your husband, or, you know, and sometimes it's fifth generations as well, and it's the kids. And we're living in a time where the vibrational frequency of the entire planet is becoming so much stronger, and there's more people that are becoming awake and conscious, which actually makes for a better environment for children that are gifted to walk a little easier and have a little more intensity in their gifts younger. So you might just want to think about that. I, I, mean, I don't know. I, you, you know, know I would encourage her. That could be a whole new book series. Yeah, I would love it. I mean, I would love I encourage my kids in anything. Um, I My mother... I love her to death, but she was not the encouraging type. Um, she still isn't. Um, when I when I actually told her that I was writing, she laughed at me. When I told uh-huh. her I was getting published, she thought I was getting scammed because who would want to publish me? Does she need to pull out oh. my report cards? Oh, my God. <laughs> she said, I won't believe it until I hold the book in my hand. So then... You know, I had a book signing oh. in the city that she lived in, and she came with my aunts, and they all held the books in her in their hands and took pictures and watched me sign, and she still kind of doesn't really believe it. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm very all, like, I, I'm such a big cheerleader for my kids. Um, you know, my oldest one, again, she's, a dancer and a singer and she actually just won an online YouTube contest and she won some money and um I, I encouraged her and I, did you post that on Twitter, Charlotte? Was that something oh, going on on Twitter? I thought I saw her posting I stuff on your Twitter. I spammed Twitter so bad with it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh you spam Twitter, you're funny. 
I thought I, was I like, saw that. Out here. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, I thought I so, saw something about that. Okay. Yeah, I I really encourage my kids. I mean, my my middle one was a gymnast for for a while, and you know she wanted to stop doing that, and she wants to do art now. So you know, like I, whatever my kids want to do, whatever them makes them happy, I'm happy with. I mean, that's what's most important. And they have their friends, parents saying, oh, you know, well that's you know dancing or singing or art isn't a realistic career and you know what, if that's what makes them happy, who the heck cares? Well, neither yeah. is being a teen paranormal author a realistic career, but look at you, you know? Yeah. Well, so, I, I, I still have yet <laughs> yet to, to make enough to buy a house, but, you know. <laughs> You're working on it. You're working on I'm it. I'm working on it. Well, it's going good. <laughs> why don't you tell us a little bit, or tell our audience a little bit, about the series and maybe about each of the books. If, if you'd like to, about what they're about or the concept or the plot or the character, whatever you'd like to share about the actual sure. series or the book. Well, um, it all starts out with a mortal embrace, and it's basically the story of Sophia Pierce, and she is eternally 17. She's a vampire. She was um, turned back in the late 1800s. And um, it's about her family, and she's gone through some struggles. She lost someone in her family, and it hurt her deeply. And from that point on, she's kind of had a hard time trusting people and letting new people in. And um, when a new girl, a new vampire, joins their family, she just does not feel right about this girl. There is something about her, and she's not impressed about it, and because the new sister, Danica, is so young and she's only a year old as a vampire, she's only 15 um, in her mortal life, so they want her to continue on and get an education and go to school. So the rest of the the Pierce siblings have to return to high school with her just to keep an eye on her because she's so new. And Sophia's pretty ticked off about this. And she goes to school with a chip on her shoulder um, you know, no one's going to like me. Why would they? You know, I'm a horrible kind of person. And she not only discovers the meaning of family, but friendship and love as well. She meets um, a wonderful guy named Nathaniel that accepts her for who she is. And she meets a girl named Ebony who becomes her best friend, who is also um, a powerful witch um, from Salem Descendants. And together, um, she discovers what it's like to really live and what it's like Mm. to just be yourself. And they go through all the trials and tribulations that teenagers go through. Um, Danica faces some, some challenging situations that some teens face when they're, it's, it's similar to drugs. Like when kids are faced with using drugs and everything, there's, hidden messages in there and Danica kind of goes through that similar thing um, Ebony goes through some things as well I don't want to give too much away no right but, sure. you know um, I try and keep it really realistic I mean it's it's funny saying that because it's about vampires but the teen <laughs> aspect, <laughs> you know like I try to keep the teen aspect of it realistic I mean teens are faced with um, oh like 
just being down on themselves and poor self-esteem and um, depression, more so than when we were kids. And they're faced with drugs and sex and teen pregnancies and so many pressures um, nowadays. And I wanted to address a lot of that in my book. So, I mean, I did. And it starts out, I mean, it's book one. It, a lot of people say it's very similar to Twilight because, I mean, you have the family moving to town and they're going to school and everything. But then come book two, they have some battles that they need to fight and they meet that's when their friendships are really set in stone. And through that, they they find themselves. Hmm. So is this third book, is this a final book, or is this a continuing, how big a series is this? Is this the final book in a series, or is it still continuing? No. There's more. The third book in the series, Mystic Embrace, is actually through Ebony's point of view, who's the, the oh, witch okay. with the okay. powers. Um, and it kind of tells her story. We still see all the other characters. I mean, there's still Sophia, and it's still, it all continues in like a timeline fashion so it's still it picks up where book two left off it's just in a different point of view and i actually Hmm. just finished book four and it'll be out sometime in april and that's what what it's called (laughs) are you or no you can't oh yeah oh yeah it's everlasting embrace and okay now are you going to continue are you going to continue writing in the series or and or are you going to start a new series of like a a different group of people or um well I'm going to continue on with this series it's got a pretty good following and I've got a lot of people screaming at me for more oh, um, I left wonderful. book four open yeah book four is definitely left wide wide open for a fifth book and um I introduce a lot of new characters into book four so. Even once, you know, Sophia and Ebony's story ends, it can pick up with the other characters that are in the, in the series now. Um, Charlotte, so um, if I could interrupt you. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah. Do we have a caller? I'm going to go ahead sure. and take our caller from area code 205. Hi, could you tell us your name and where you're calling from and your comment or question? Hi, this is Kelly. Hi, um, Kelly. I'm How from- are you? Yeah. I'm from Connecticut, but I have an Alabama number. <laughs> ah, you're trying um, to be I just tricky. I to say hi to Kim and Sharon and Charlotte. Hello. show today. Hello. Hi. Well, thank you so much for listening. Do you have any? Do you have a question or anything for any of us or Charlotte? Um. Yes, I have a question for you, actually. <laughs> Um, That's so fun. I have, I have a <laughs> very, season. very special friend that um, I was planning to visit soon, and there's a couple of situations that I don't know if I'm going to be able to or not, but I was just wondering if you see me seeing her in the next month, because it's it's like a very, very important visit. you know, and it like would mean the world to me, and I was just wondering if, you know, if if it's going to actually happen or not, because I got news today and I'm not sure if it's going to, and I was just a little bummed well, out. Let me tell you the energy that I'm I'm reading or my awareness about that. I actually think you're going to end up um, getting in contact. I think I think you will have that. Um, oh, I think good. you will have that visit. 
And sometimes the best way to make that happen, I don't know if Charlotte has any thoughts um, or Shannon, but I think sometimes the way to make that happen is we're so specific, and I talk about this a lot on Twitter, we're so specific about our idea of what a lot of things are, like how is this trip going to happen or how are we going to get the money for this or um, how is love going to come into my life or how is the right, you know, this job. I mean, you know, we think we have to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G, or 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, but in actuality it's the exact opposite of that that brings the most possibility to your life. So if you kind of throw it out to the universe and say what would it put it in the question, what would it take for this to happen? All of a sudden, instead of having one or two doors of that you've thought of with your mind, a whole hallway of options opens up. So I would kind of say, I mean, I still think it's going to happen because that's what the energy is saying, but but I think to make that accomplish in a painless, easy way would be, you know, what would it take for this to happen? And you may get an insight or they may get an insight and whatever is the barrier because you're not going into detail, I, I think you guys are going to find a creative solution. Does anybody else have any thoughts? Well, I think when, like, she almost sounds worried or stressed or concerned that it's not going to happen, and, and the more you put that kind of worry, stressed energy into something, it's, you know, it's more likely it isn't going to happen. So, like you said, just step back and <laughs> let yeah. the universe do its thing. Yeah, and let it just take its course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because she's I like, think whatever yeah, you not, do, not, not for anybody, you know. You know, it's like very, very important. You know, well, she, okay, she, wait a minute. And wait had, a minute. Let had, me. Um, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I want to stop you right there because that you're, you're – and Shannon kind of touched on this. I'm going to be a little more specific. You're attached – there's a certain energy that you're attaching when you're saying that word that I can feel and I'm sure other people can feel. And I, I would like you to remove your point of view kind of on that and let that go because I think it is going to happen. So you're attaching this urgency. Whenever we attach that kind of urgency, we actually push things away. So kind of try to relax a little into that energy and go with the flow and trust that it's going to work out and keep asking the question, you know, what would it take for this to happen? What else is possible? And I think you're going to be surprised at what shows up. Yeah, and if it's meant to be, it will happen, you know. Well, I believe a little different about that. I believe you create your own reality. So I make you what I I do, too. I do, too. I do, too. Right, You know? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. And you're you're such a sweet person. You've got all good things coming to you, Kelly. I'm sweet. You are. You're a sweetheart. Thank you're a sweetheart. You. Well, you said I was sweet, and most people wouldn't say I was sweet, so I'm returning the compliment. Well, but thank you so much for you, listening. We appreciate it. I love it. I love it. You guys Well, we love awesome. you, Kelly. Thank oh, you thank so much. You. <laughs> Take care. I'll talk okay. to you soon. Thank you very much. Bye, hon. Bye. Okay, where were we? <laughs> That was great. Does Charlotte have yeah. a – Charlotte, do you have a blog, or do you want to tell us uh, where people can reach you at or email you with questions or order your book or your website? Do you want to give us all that information? Or what cities you're going to. I don't know if you're still doing a book tour. I don't know what you're doing, any events you're going to. Yeah, actually, well, I leave on Friday, and I'm going to Texas. I'm going to Amarillo and Lubbock, and I will be at um, the Barnes & Noble there. I'm sorry, I don't have wow. the addresses. Um, Amarillo in the morning and Lubbock in the late afternoon. 
um, with eight other authors from my publishing house. We're doing a huge book signing there, um, okay. mostly paranormal, um, but it's going to be great. There's Joanne H. Buchanan, Kathy Barton, Karen Fuller, Ashley Fontaine, um, Stephen Townsend. I can't even remember them all. Jeff Lafferty. There's some amazing authors that are going to be there. So if anyone's in Amarillo or Lubbock, come and see us because it's going to be fun. Um, other than that, I, I don't have any tours going on right now, but um, you can find me at charlotteblackwell.blogspot.com and at Charlotte Blackwell on Twitter. I'm also all over Facebook. Um, and my email is easy. It's just embraceseries at gmail.com. And I welcome comments and questions all the time. Do you have any more questions, um, Shannon? I don't have any more. No. Nope. Do you have anything else you want to say to our lovely audience, Charlotte? Um, just any thanks final for joining us and listening to me tonight and <laughs> blabber on, you know. Um, oh no! I think it's wonderful. I think it's Absolutely. I think it's wonderful. Thank you for you know writing for teenagers. Thank you for making your work relevant and thinking through the issues. And I'm sure you're having your own little effect on the reading community and you know on the world by by what you're doing. So oh, regardless of what everybody else thinks, you know, thank you for following your dream and showing up as who you are. No, I think it's an think inspiring everybody. story. Oh, What's thank Shannon? you. What you know, did you say, I Shannon? Really, I think it was a really inspiring story of, you know, she's this nurse and then she has her third child. She's this stay-at-home mom and, you know, picks up a pen and starts reading. And now she's this, you know, well-known author. And becoming a prolific awesome. author. Uh-huh. It is. Absolutely. Awesome. I think it shows, shows people that, you know, you just have to believe in yourself and anything I think possible. that's the most important you know, no matter what, you have to believe in yourself, and um, that's the biggest thing. I mean, you need to follow your dreams. I, I didn't know what my dream was, and now that I found it, I'm not going to let go of it. And I think that everyone needs to to follow that because life is so much better when you do. And I mean, like just kind of going back to your caller, um, you just have to put it out there for the universe to handle because you know what, the universe will give you what you really want and what you really need. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much. for. I know you're a busy mama and you're a busy writer and you're a busy businesswoman and a busy wife, it sounds like. So thank you so much for joining us on The Secret to Everything. And we wish you the best. And I think we'll be hearing about you and reading your books for a long time to come. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thank you, Take Charlotte. care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Shannon, did you want to um, give the information out again if anyone wants to call in? I think we'll go kind of – I'm going to give kind of a metaphysical way, but if anyone wants to talk about the paranormal, we can do that too. Or um, you can do the vibrational testing, the mini reading. Do you kind of want to repeat that a little bit maybe? Yes, I will. I'll give the number out too. The number to call in is 646 564 9712. Um, I do want to go over, we still have some of the two-inch crystal quartz left. Uh, we've had a lot of good reviews on people that have actually received them with the high vibration and their intentions. 
they are getting close out, and but we will be ordering more, so you can go to the website and order those anytime. Just let us know what your intention is. Also, as I told everybody at the beginning of the show, there will be vibrational testing. We do that for $5. It's a special this month, for the rest of this month. And you can go to naturalwellnessherbs at hotmail.com through PayPal. So you just go to PayPal, naturalwellnessherbs at hotmail.com, uh, email us, you can pay your $5 for the vibrational testing, and we'll send that, that number right back to you. Also, Kim is doing many readings, many 10-minute readings for $15 through the PayPal at Hotmail again. And I just wanted to say that if um, you've heard, if you know me from Twitter or Facebook, if you've heard our show or listened to the archives and you're starting to get curious about how you can change your life and how you can come into a new awareness, this is a really good opportunity that I will not offer forever for a taster of um, how we could facilitate you and what we can do in your life because normally it's a lot more than that. A half hour is a lot more than that. I'm not going to go into that here because it's not the purpose of the show. But it's a really good opportunity just to get a little taste and maybe some people need a little hope that their lives can be better and of what we can offer. So it's just a great opportunity. Um, A lot of things are changing in the business. A lot of things are changing for us as healers and as life coaches, and we'll be traveling a lot and speaking to large groups all over the country, so we won't be doing as many one-on-one meetings. So at one time, you're probably going to say, wow, I remember way back then when I heard them on Blog Talk Radio, and I could have I gotten a reading. And, you know, at some point, that probably isn't going to happen. So get us while, get us before we hit the big time, because this is a really good opportunity to get a taste of what we have to offer. But I kind of wanted to switch into for the rest of the show, a topic, and of course, you can always feel free to call in at 646-564-9712, and if you want to talk about the paranormal or your children and their psychic abilities, we kind of open up that as a topic, but I kind of felt led to talk about something specific tonight. And Kim, can I interrupt you for a second? You. Sure, sure. I just, I, I wanted to, um, I was just thinking on the paranormal lines, I wanted to mention that, that you would also do like a house reading um, you don't actually have to be in the house, but if somebody has a house within two hours of Columbus, that you'll actually go to the house and do a house reading. So um, I know we had discussed that, and we haven't put it on the website yet, but if somebody's interested in that, she can do it remotely, or if you're within a two-hour radius of Columbus, Ohio, then then we'll actually come there. And I'm and really glad you brought that up, because that's what Charlotte <laughs> was talking about, and until my children got older, I got away from that. I've done, I used to do a number of house clearings quite often where people were having issues, and we would go in and discern whether this was genuine, kind of like what Charlotte was saying. Is there something going on in the house? Like, is a train going by and taking the house, or is our house shaking? That kind of thing where you discern whether there's, you know, energy in the house and what the intent. And we teach you, not only do we, we address the entities, but we teach you how to take back authority over your own home. And it's it's not super mystical, it's based a lot on energetic principles, but that is a concern to some people, and we do have that ability. Also, I'm just going to briefly, briefly touch on this, I'm not going to go down this road, but I do have experience also with personal oppression of people and pets and items, and even with possessions, so don't hesitate to ever contact me, and Shannon will give you all the information at the end of the show, if you have any really serious problems and you feel like you're crazy or you don't want um, to be judged, that will never happen with me because I've seen it all, I've probably experienced it all and probably will continue to experience it all and Shannon has 
as well also. I wanted to talk about something that is so crucial in your life, and this is for everyone. This isn't for people that have psychic abilities or strong psychic abilities passed down through a family line. This is for every single person that lives on this earth. I really feel the need to address the sense of, I'm just going to call it following your awareness. And I tweeted quite a bit on Twitter about this today because so often we don't follow our awareness. Some people call it intuition. I prefer to call it, I don't know just where I'm at right now, your awareness because we are so aware of the most minute things. When I was little, I always said I should be a weather girl, and and I would have been good. Most weather people, with all their scientific tools, are like 50-50. I was always like 85% accurate because you can walk outside and you can feel the energy of a storm coming or you can feel barometric pressure. I mean, and and feel the wrong word. Again, it's an awareness. Um, Everything is energy. Absolutely everything is energy. And I wanted to share kind of a funny story, Shannon, that happened today in my home. And when I'm in bed, my oldest, not my oldest daughter, my 13-year-old daughter, she gets on the bus before I get up. So she comes into my room, and usually I'm sleeping, and she kisses me and says, you know, have a good day, love you, Mommy. And I, like the good Mommy I am, say, from my depth of being half asleep, say, I love you too. So it's usually dark, and my eyes are usually closed, and to be honest, I usually don't open them. And today it was super funny because she said, she laughed. Like, I kissed her. I said, I love you. And she laughed. I said, why are you laughing? And she's like, because you kissed the air. You didn't even kiss my face. I'm like, whatever. So I get up, and this is an example of following my awareness. Now, I do happen to have finely tuned, high-level psychic abilities, but it doesn't matter because you have the same awareness, whether you think you do or not. And you can also finely tune and highly develop it. But that's another, we'll get to that in a minute. So, I get up and I go in my kitchen and I had a box sitting there with a bunch of um, Abercrombie clothes that I bought for my oldest daughter who's at college that I was going to send away. And I wasn't going to mail it today because if anyone who knows me knows I'm a horrible procrastinator. It'll probably take me another three weeks before she gets this box. <laughs> but you know that's so true, Shannon. But I, So I wasn't going to mail it. I was, it's 7 in the morning. I had no reason to go in this box. I had, you know, to get ready for work. I was running late. And just no reason to deal with it at all. But my awareness, and it was all, it's, when you're following your awareness, and Shannon, I think you know what I mean, it's almost like a channeled awareness. Nothing's going through your mind because a conscious being it perceives and just is. You don't analyze everything. So I was following my awareness, and I lifted up this jacket in this box, and a skirt was missing. And I thought, no, any mother will understand this. I thought, no, she didn't. No, she didn't. She did not take a brand-new skirt out of her sister's box and wear it to school today. So following my awareness, you can see where the story is going, Shannon. I left yeah. early for work. I went to her school. I went to the office, and I said, call my daughter in the office and don't tell her <laughs> I'm here. And they're like, okay. Oh, my God. And my little daughter, which I'm not going to embarrass her by saying her name, prances into the office, and they let me go into the nurse's room where she could change, and I brought a pair of jeans. And I said, now I'm going to leave out some words that I said, but I said, I'm going to blank her name, blank, do you not realize that you have one of the most psychic mothers on the entire planet? 
I said, do not ever think you can outwit or outsmart me. And, I, and then I had her take off her sister's skirt, which actually looked horrible on her because it was like two sizes too big. You know how kids are, Shannon, and put on right. her jeans. Now, I know that's a big, long story. You guys are like, you know, what does that have to do with anything? And no, is it a big deal? It's a big deal to me because if anybody has girls, like I do, they're always stealing each other's clothes. They're always fighting over clothes. But, I mean, I just thought that was, like, completely hideously horrible. And I guess as a parent, I thought it was disrespectful. So I didn't want to let that ride. But then I'm like, have a nice day. And she's like, whatever, mother. But anyway, but that's an example. And it's not an important example. It's an example of following your awareness. And Shannon, you could see where that could come in handy with if you don't want your, you know, child having, you know, sex with their boyfriend, you know, or doing drugs or getting in your alcohol. If you follow your awareness, you really are never, ever going to be wrong. Now, back to the part that doesn't matter whether I'm one of the most psychic mothers in the whole planet or not. Shannon, you have awareness, right? Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? I think everybody has awareness. Sometimes it's probably not as loud to some people as others, but I think a lot of people ignore it, even little things. You know what I mean? Even little things. People know if something doesn't feel right you know, if something feels right or wrong, if it feels wrong, you're probably going to think about it a lot more than if it was right. If you did the right thing, you're happy, you're right. If you do the wrong thing, then it doesn't feel as good, and you constantly question whether you did the right thing or not. I think everybody, everybody does that. Well, so often I think we listen, and I'm going to go into this a little deeper in a second, but often we listen to each other, and I'm going to, again, use an example. Um, A number of years ago I went out, I was getting ready to go out on a first date with a man, and I not only did I have the awareness, but my body had an awareness, which, and Shannon knows this story, but my body broke out in the largest cold sore that I've ever had in my entire life. And I thought, well, not only would I not want to go out with him, but I wouldn't want to go out with anybody, even somebody that I had a phenomenal awareness about. But I had this foreboding feeling, and a couple of things happened that I'm not going to go into before the date, you know, to say, no, this is not a good relationship. Don't even start down this road. Because sometimes when you start down a road, whether it's a job or a friendship or a love interest or anything, as we know, you can kind of get caught up in it. And then um, it's hard to get out of. But my awareness, not only my awareness, but my body's awareness was like, stop, go back, caution, you know, stay home, do something else. You know, even my body was screaming that at me. But my daughter and my good friend, co-host Shannon, <laughs> <laughs> said, what is it going to hurt? You know, my oldest daughter, who's also very psychic, and, and Shannon's very intuitive also, you know, they both said, what's it going to hurt? It's just the first day, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not blaming them because I chose to continue the relationship. My point is it ended up being a very dramatic, very not good, he cheated on me relationship that lasted a very long time, much longer than it should, and yes, it was my choice. But if I had followed my awareness, I wouldn't have even had to make a choice. It wouldn't have happened, and more than likely, um, I was also, you know, seeing other people at the time. I probably wouldn't even have followed up and gone out with him. And and that's just another example of following your awareness. But, again, it has nothing to do with me. It, you all have the same awareness. You all can read energy, whether you think you can or not. Some of you are more talented at it. Some of you do have an innate ability handed down in your DNA to do it. But... We are all energetic, harmonic beings that resonate and are constantly reading off, like I gave the example of the weather and each other. 
and I know you guys get sick of me saying this, but the reason that I am so passionate about this principle is everyone says, and I'm not even going to go into the whole word manifest because that's the wrong word and you shouldn't be using it, but everyone said, you know, we're all part of this movement where we all want the perfect job and we all want the perfect relationship and we want money and we want the right car and Right, Shannon? We want what we want, and we believe we can create it. But yet, the reason I keep harping on this one principle is, it's, and I'm going to go a little bit back to vibration, but everything is energy. Your thoughts are energy. Your emotions are energy. Your words are energy. Concepts, body conditions like diabetes, it's all energy. And you have the ability as this infinite, amazing being to read that energy and to follow your awareness. And if it truly is your awareness, it's not 50% accurate. It's not 70% accurate. It is 100% accurate. I feel like I'm yelling. <laughs> Look at I'm yelling at everyone, Shannon. So I'm going to another story. Okay, so I'm just going to yell at everybody because it's what I do, and my clients know I yell at them. I could pull some people on here that will tell you I really yell at them, but we won't go into that. So I'm going to tell you a story. So I went on a business trip to Atlanta, Georgia, which I just got to insert this because I thought it was funny. I don't know, Shannon, if you know what clout is. But, you know, clout measures your influence in social media. So, And I even did a tweet about this. But So I got a business trip to Atlanta for three days, which is a whole story in itself. But all of a sudden today I got a tweet saying that now clout thinks I'm influential in Atlanta. I'm sure a lot of people that live there would be highly offended. I go on a business trip for three days, and now I'm influential, you know, in social media about Atlanta. I just thought it was kind of funny. Anyway, I digress. So while I was in this town, I was actually in Alf- uh, near Atlanta in a town called Alpharetta. And while I was in this town, a tornado warning. This tornado, there were tornadoes all around. This tornado, of course, comes right through the town, very close to the hotel that I am staying at. So everybody's like, you know, oh, there's this tornado, and we have to get in the, we have to get in the stairwell. And I had hurt my leg, which is a whole other story. And they're like, we have to go sit in the stairwell for, you know, who knows how long until they sound the all-clear siren. Well, my leg was hurting. It had been a long day. I just wanted to go to bed and pass out. So what I did is I, I took a pause. I didn't get caught up in all the swirling energy of emotion and all the panic and the fear because I don't live in that reality as Santa knows. I stepped back and I just plugged into the environment and I thought the question I asked silently without even asking it in my mind, the question I was really asking was, is this tornado going to hit the hotel I'm staying at? Am I in any danger? And it was, Shannon, I can't even explain. It was so obvious. It was so obvious. This is incredible piece. It was just so obvious to me that this tornado is not coming anywhere near my hotel. So I went up to the fourth floor and went to bed while everybody else in my group is sitting in the stairwell, which would you rather do? So my point is, again, it does no good. And some of these people are highly aware and probably maybe even follow their awareness more than I do, although I try to do it most of the time. My point is, even having an awareness does no good unless you follow it. And, of course, the tornado, as I guess is obvious because I'm talking, <laughs> you know, did not, did not go to Atlanta, Georgia, and I knew I did not go to Atlanta, Georgia to be killed in a tornado. And I'm not even going to go into my whole radical view on natural disasters because it will not be popular. I kind of tried to talk to my mom about it. It did not go over so well. 
But back to you guys. So a lot of times when you go to a shopping mall, well, Shannon, let me ask you, when you go to a shopping mall or big crowd, do you ever feel like more anxious or more jittery or sometimes you wonder like, oh, I was really happy and now I feel angry or I was really calm and now I feel sad or I was really sad and now I feel happy. Like, do you ever feel like you pick up on the energy of crowds or those around you? I think I get anxious every time the mall is mentioned. It's like as soon as I get in there, it's like there's so many people, there's so many thoughts, there's so many things going on that it just it's it's very overwhelming to me. I almost have like an allergic reaction when I get to the mall. I know pe- my daughter thinks I'm absolutely crazy, but being around so many people is just and and it's probably the people that I'm around. You know, if I if I would go to to a seminar with, you know, total relaxation or or anything like that. It doesn't bother me as much. But when I'm at the mall, people are in such a hurry, hustle bustle all the time, and it's it's overwhelming to me, really. Well, and it is to a lot of people. And I guess one thing that's taken me a long, long time to realize because I'm an empath, which means I do have the ability to go into people's feelings and feel what they're feeling. I can also often read thoughts that people are thinking. But because I have that ability for a long time, I guess I thought I had to. Like, I had this highly oversensitive antenna, and I'd pick up, and I'd let places and people rattle me. Well, part of this has to do with vibration, which I'll circle back to in a second. But I guess my point is, again, you do not have to be psychic. We are all energetic, harmonic beings that pick up on other people's energy. Sometimes we hear other people's thoughts in our heads, and we think it's ours. So one tool, and I learned this from Access, but one tool you can use is to just simply ask, you know, who does this belong to? Or, you know, another way of asking that would be, is this my thought? Is this my feeling? Is this my body pain? Because sometimes we have kind of this, you know, because the law of resonance in the universe is such a huge, huge law that we resonate with what we're around, whether it's work or the mall or our homes or that people are in romantic relationships with, but even body pain. Sometimes your body pain can be, you know, your mother's or your father's or your your child's because we're all connected in this huge energetic grid and we're constantly exchanging the subconscious information. Just like, and I always explain it, everybody's like, whatever. I mean, if you're not in the metaphysical or the paranormal or this is foreign to you, you're like, yeah, whatever. But that's not true because we all use, this technology, you know, like the cell phones and the cable TV and, you know, even the microwave is pretty mystical if you think about it. So, and a lot of the medical equipment that we use in the hospitals. So you just take that for granted, but what you don't think of as human beings are the most complex, quote, machine, and I'm putting that in quotes, that there is. And we just have this underlying subconscious channel of energy that we're constantly exchanging. So it's really important if you ever want to learn how to have the life that you desire and to consciously create, you need to start separating what's your stuff from what everybody else's stuff is. And eventually this even gets down to a family DNA level, which is a little more complex, where I'd like to see it clear from what is your ancestor stuff versus what is your stuff. So, again, the tool would be, you know, who does this belong to? You know, I'm really irritated today. Is that really your emotion? Is that really your feeling? Um, And you can even get more specific and start saying, you know, my children or my spouse or my neighbor or, you know, it could be somebody living 
way across the world, to be absolutely honest. But usually we pick up on the people that are in our immediate environment that we come in contact with on a daily basis. So I just would encourage you, it kind of goes with what we were talking about a little bit, to, you know, kind of two-sided, you know, follow your awareness, follow your awareness. I mean, I could have spent, you know, 45 minutes sitting in a stairwell, or I could have spent, which I did, 45 minutes in my bed. And your awareness never, ever, ever, ever is going to lead you wrong. And it can actually do quite amazing things for you. Do you have any thoughts about that, Shannon? The only thing that I that I was really thinking strongly about is is I've learned to somewhat being at the mall. There's too many people, but I've tried to actually shut myself down, shut myself down from accepting other people's energy, so I can actually be relaxed when I do something like that. But one other thing that I was thinking about is a lot of people I, I've heard somebody say, "Oh, you know, I had a horrible day. So and so did this or said this to me," or or even you know people get so much energy from things that happen on the news and they hold that in and and it's like once it's in there, once they let somebody, you know, ruin their day, it is, their whole day is ruined, but you don't have to let somebody ruin your day. You've got to sometimes, and Kim tells me this all the time, feel the energy and let it go. You just got to let it go sometimes and, and your day will change, but you've got to be aware of energy to do that. You've got to be aware that you're letting that ruin your day. So take it in and let it go. That goes into a whole other conversation, which I'm not really going to get into really deeply, but it goes into the whole, again, the vibration. And Shannon Shannon's vibrating very high comparatively to, you know, a while ago. But the higher you vibrate, it doesn't even become – that's why I emphasize vibration so much. Because I would say there's many ways to skin a cat. When I was a natural, when I was practicing purely as a naturopathic physician, I used to say to my cancer patients, "There's many ways to cure cancer." Which would look at me like oh, it was the dumbest thing on the entire planet. But you heard me say that, Shannon. There's many ways to cure cancer. There's many ways to cure diabetes. They're like, "Is there a cure for cancer?" And I say, "No." And they're like, "Why are you saying that?" I'm like, "Because there's hundreds of cures for cancer." I mean, I believe now that we kind of got it you know, in my point of view, kind of got it nailed down to um, the quickest way. But, I mean, that's, but there's many ways. And so what I'm trying to tell you about it, I keep preaching on vibration, vibration is half of my equation that we preach in our practice is because if you raise your vibration, it's like the most amazing, and I can bring clients on here that will tell you, it is the most amazing shortcut available. So as Shannon said, you can wrestle with this lower level stuff, okay, well, I have to resist this energy or I have to stay away from the clarity of this or I don't have to engage, you know, with the negativity. Or just raise your vibration because <laughs> then it really – and Shannon can kind of know. Haven't I changed a lot, Shannon? I mean, you even know how I talk to you. Like I don't jump into the drama <laughs> and engage Absolutely. with you in that. I, I come Definitely. from a completely different place. I don't I don't have a lot of attachment anymore to things, and I encourage you not to have, not to attach that negative and positive polarity. And one thing we talk about a lot is people come at you and be like, oh, Shannon, I'll give, I'm, I'm not going to give a whole example, but I'm going to give an example of what Shannon was talking about. They'll be like, oh, Shannon's so angry, you this, and you did this, and you're this person, and you said this. That's all that negative. They're trying to get someone to come back at them in an energy and if you choose not to engage 
in the anti-consciousness of this planet, we can float around drama. If if someone is trying to have drama with you, the simple way of saying it, and you refuse to engage in that drama with them, they're going to leave you alone or your situation alone. And there's, Shannon, there are millions of people on this planet that will engage with drama with them. Is that not true? Because I most people, a lot of people are addicted to, to drama. Well, they're addicted to, well, they're not conscious. They're not creating their life. They're trapped in a narrow view of this reality. And they are addicted to drama. That's a distractor of this, of this life that we lead. I mean, turn on the TV. Talk about addicted to drama. Turn on the TV. You know, Kardashian comes to mind right away. But, I mean, Jersey Shore comes to mind. Survivor. I mean, even The Voice. And I love that show. Drama. I mean, almost every right. show that, and especially at this time in the planet, I think it's so funny because if consciousness rises, it seems like anti-consciousness rises as well. So it seems like the drama, it's funny, becomes even more central as people become more awake and start vibrating higher. I just, I just think it's a little amusing to me. But let me go off on this fake tangent. I just, again, want to encourage you, and I know everybody's thinking, well, how do I raise my vibration? There's millions of ways to raise your vibration, but some of the quickest ways, and I'm going to throw this out here and we'll wrap up the show. Again, you know, you guys can take up some salt baths, you can take off your shoes, you can buy grounding mats. And I get a little frustrated, and I'm going to be on an amazing telesummit, so I'm not knocking it. Amazing, amazing telesummit with um, a woman named Sherry, and I'll, I'll tell you about it, you know, a little when I know my subject, and I'll tell you when it's going to be. I think it's in May. So I'm not knocking telesummits, but I get a little frustrated with the metaphysical movement, you know, you know, the answer is a grounding mat. Shannon, do you think the answer to everything in your life is a grounding mat under your bed? Do you? Absolutely Do you not. think that's going to help you find love and attract love? Is that going to help you wipe your programming? Is that – I'm not saying there isn't a use to it, but, again, I think we need to focus on what is going to get us to where we say we want to be the quickest and most effective way possible. If you guys want to spend thousands of dollars buying grounding mats and buying um, metaphysical music, and I'm not saying music doesn't have a place, but I use music in my clearing tapes that I'm making, so I'm not saying music is bad, but I'm saying you guys are getting pieces and parts. You've listened to some of this stuff, Shannon, and does some of it work? Yes. Does all of it work? Well, number one, no. And number two, how effectively does it work? What is it costing you? Would you rather spend 10 years and $20,000 to get to the level that you're trying to get to? Or would you rather spend $500 and get well in two months? And I just, I guess I'm going on a little bit of a rant. But do you understand what I'm trying to say, Shannon? I know what you're trying to say. And I don't think, like, one thing will work for everybody. I think everything has to be individualized. Not, I'm not saying that, you know, that map might not work for 20 out of 35 people, but is it going to work for all of them? No, I don't think so. I don't agree with that. I think everybody needs something different. Everybody's different. Everybody's at a different place in their life. I think everybody needs a okay, variety. Okay, wait, wait. I disagree with you. Let me ask things. you a question. I agree with that to a point because we have choice and we have infinite choice and infinite possibility every moment. But, let me ask you a question, Shannon. Okay. Of all the people that have the ability, and this is a controversial statement, of all the people that have the ability to awake or become conscious, would you not say that 100% of those people 
need consciousness in as much as they can get to as fast as possible. Would you agree or disagree with that statement? Absolutely. So what you said isn't completely true, playing devil's advocate, because we all need consciousness. The question becomes what tools, what people, what music, what what programs. Right. Right. That's what I was talking about. And I agree with you. There are many paths to consciousness. But are they quicker? Are they more effective? Do some of them work? Do some of them not work? Do you want to meditate for five hours a night laying in bed? Or do you want to come awake and never have to meditate again a day in your life? Because if anybody who knows me knows me, I am full speed, 110% energy. Do I meditate, Shannon? Do I meditate? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm laughing because my daughter, my 15-year-old daughter's I... eyes are, like, really big, and she's shaking her head. I'm like, no. <laughs> I was trying to think, have I ever heard her say that? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Have you ever heard? No, and am I knocking meditation? Um, you know, I would never in a million years, I'm not knocking meditation whatsoever. I'm not, I mean, I like to go be, you know, go for a walk in the woods and be quiet. I like my alone time in my own mental space more than anybody probably on the entire planet. But to use meditation, to say you have to meditate, like the Eastern religions teach a lot about this and yoga teaches this a lot, but to say to reach a certain vibration or to reach a certain level of consciousness that you have to meditate for hours or a half hour or 15 minutes or five minutes ever, that is a bold-faced lie. I have never been so conscious. I've never vibrated so high. I know other people, even Shannon. Shannon, do you meditate? No. I've tried it. I'm, I'm I would, too scared, though. <laughs> Well, I would go out and live here and say Shannon and I are probably some of the highest vibrating people. Well, I know I am probably in the country. I know Shannon probably is in Ohio, if not the Midwest. So, of course, she's friends with me. But anyway, that's another story. Just kidding, guys. Don't get all offended. But, um, (laughs) But my point, you know what my point is. Shannon and I are too busy living our lives to meditate. I don't have time to meditate. Do you guys have time to meditate? There is so much living and being and perceiving to do. Who wants to meditate? Why can't we just live in joy and bliss and watch what shows up and make our choice from that? That's where I want to be. I don't want to be meditating. But I'm not okay. meditation. Okay, let me let me I was just thinking this. Some people meditate as in sitting down and being quiet. Like you said, when you go through the woods or take a walk, that's kind of like your version of meditation. I love to cook. When I'm in the kitchen cooking, I'm, like, so happy and relaxed. So, no, I don't have to sit somewhere for five hours, but I do do things that I enjoy that calm and relax me, calm my mind, just like you walking. So it's not really meditation, but it's, like, our own form of calm. Right, and that's a choice. And and I'm, I'm not saying you can't choose to meditate, but... I talk to so many people on Twitter and Facebook and my clients, and they're like, should I meditate? Do I have to meditate? Do I have to do this? No, no. And, again, the quickest way, this is my belief, my point of view, my awareness, Shannon, I really believe the quickest way to raise your vibration is to have it raised. You have to be willing to receive. That's your part in it. 
but to have your vibration raised to a point that you can easily hold it. Can everybody do that? No. Do I believe everybody on the planet can awaken? Sadly, no. It's not the way the world works. Um, That's not everyone's reality, but that's my reality. But of the people that can awaken, why try to raise your vibration for 40 years or five months if you can get it? Do you you agree with me, Shannon? I totally agree. If someone wants to come raise my vibration by another, I'm not going to share what it is, but amp it up. I mean, I'm all for it. Sign me up. If I can find another person, which I just found in Atlanta, that can raise my vibration more than it is now, well, I don't think there's that many, but bring them on because I'm tired and part of the people that I come in contact every day, please stop telling me your stories. I mean, I love my clients, and of course I care what they're going through, and I'm deeply compassionate. Anybody that knows me knows that. But telling the 150th person about your story and haven't you found a lot of freedom, Shannon, as we've stopped telling our stories even to each other? Oh, my gosh. It, it's just like before. You have to let it go. You cannot dwell on one simple thing that keeps happening, happening, happening. It's like it makes you stuck. You're not going to move forward if you're stuck. Man, I'm really wound up. I'm <laughs> just going from, like, thing oh, to thing, aren't I? I'm really wound up tonight. It's all about hot weather, you guys. I'm like venting. I'm like, ugh, get it all out. But back to the story. So, and I did. I don't know if I said this to Kelly or not because sometimes when I, I don't know, I had a little bit of channeled information, so I don't really know what I say. But um, just like with Kelly, I mean, just you know, it's funny. We just get so caught up in our story. You know, this person did this to me, or this person did that to me. If we just stopped worrying about what everybody else thought and just made our own choices based on infinite possibility. Can you imagine what a different world it would be? It's it's the perspective of living in joy versus bouncing off like a pinball machine, everything that happens to you and everybody's judgments of who you are and everybody's opinion. And Charlotte kind of brought this up. Did you hear that? Seeing how she brought up her mom? And you know how many years it's taken me to show up as who I am. Because yeah. in my family, just like in Charlotte's, just like in yours to some extent, just like in all of ours, um, I did not grow up in a family that supported somebody who was highly conscious and different. And it's been, you know, that's one reason why I love, you know, being around pe- a lot of people that listen to this show and interacting with them, people like Kelly, people that are searching and excited about growth and becoming a better person and creating their own reality. Just like I told Kelly, you know, you, you know what that's that this this reality's view is what happens to you happens to you. No. That's but you guys can have that reality. I desire so much more for me and my children. And not only do I desire it, but Shannon knows personal details about my life and I know personal details about her life. And we are creating our own reality, not by doing vision boards, but by vibrating at an extremely high frequency, by doing the work, and the work isn't endless hours and counseling and thousands of dollars. It's dumping our programming and becoming free. And my mind is pretty clear these days. How's yours, Shannon? More clear than it's ever been. (laughs) Shannon's not always the best testimonial. I feel better physically, I emotionally, you a hard time. than ever. I know. You always give me a hard time. 
I know. I always, I'm sorry, Shannon. I always like make okay. Shannon the example. But I mean, and we're not super young. We're not super old. We're not saying ages, Shannon. But we're at a point where a lot of people are like, oh, they're complaining about this in their bodies. And I even believe a radical thought that I believe in using, not aging. So I'm just challenging you guys to open some doors of thought that you might not have gone to before. Just because, you know, the people around you think a certain way doesn't mean you have to buy into their reality. Because how many of the people around you, whether it's your family or your friends, are living vibrant, happy, ecstatic, amazing lives? Not very many. As a matter of fact, a lot of the men I date will say to me, what drug are you on? What's wrong with you? Do you know why they say that? You know why they say that. Because I'm happy and I'm energetic and I'm pretty consistent. When you say, Shannon... Definitely. And Shannon is, too. And some people (laughs) find me highly annoying because I am happy and I am energetic, but I don't care because they aren't happy. (laughs) So bring it on, you know, bring more more of it. But anyway, so I'm just challenging you guys that, that you can have it all. Don't let anybody tell you you can't. You can make different choices. You can study and learn about vibration. You don't have to have five hours to meditate. You don't have to have millions of dollars. It doesn't have to take 20 years. As a matter of fact, some of the people I've met, believe it or not, Shannon, have had faster transformation than we have. They've had, like, they've had these spiritual experiences, which are rare, but some people have, and they've had transformation in an instant. I've walked dark roads. You know, I was talking to my mom the other day. I think I've earned my transformation, and and I think you have too. But it's a choice. And I just encourage you guys to choose an amazing reality instead of this one. So I'm going to stop my rant for tonight because people are probably like, okay, then. (laughs) So if you want to wrap this up, do you have anything you want to add, Shannon? I just felt led to share that, and so I did. Definitely. I'm glad you did. Hopefully, you can wrap us up. Take us out. Alrighty, just want to say thank you everybody for joining us this evening. You can meet us back here on next Wednesday at 7 o'clock. You can meet us on serenitynaturalwellness.com. You can email us. There's, you know, all the all the things that we offer on the website. You can meet us on three. Oh, wait a minute, Shannon. I'm sorry. Wait, I'm interrupting Shannon. Okay. But this is my show. I can't. <laughs> Shannon, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I got so caught up in my little uh, preaching there that I forgot to mention who's going to be on our show next week. So let me talk really quickly oh, okay. about her. I'm. We always do that. And I'm sorry. Um, Connie, a good friend of mine, Connie, um, is going to be on next week. And she is such an amazing light. She's a healer. She's a high-level intuitive. She's an empath. She channels. She is a bright, bright, amazing light. I think she caught in on last week, Shannon. You might have had a chance yeah. to hear for a couple yep. of minutes. She's going to talk a little bit about her spiritual journey, which I think, again, a lot, just like some things about Charlotte's life, a lot of you can relate to. And she's going to be taking callers and questions about your lives and sharing her perspective on things. She's also an amazing singer. I might have her you know, sing something for us. I don't know. She might not like that I said that, but we'll see what we can do. So I think it will be a really interesting and beneficial to everyone's show. So I just wanted to mention that. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll be quiet now. And we'll also post that on Twitter so everybody knows, you know, Connie will be on here next week. Also, you can 
see us on Serene Wellness on, tri- on Twitter and Facebook. Again, go to the website if you have Shannon? any questions. Excuse me? Give your Twitter, too. Oh, yeah, my Twitter. I'm on, I'm on Serene Wellness Twitter. You can find me at Shannon Roof, Shan Roof S-H-A-N-R-O-O-F. And if you want to look at comments? Connie's bio, um, you can do, I think hers is at Connie Amaz. If you want to look at Connie, that will give them a little bit of something before I post her. Okay, go ahead. I will really be quiet this time. Sorry. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> also, I you promise. can, you know, look, look on Kim's followers and find Connie or, or myself. Uh, again, Serene Wellness on Twitter and Facebook. Serene Natural Wellness. Okay, I lied. Hold on, hold on. They cannot look on my followers. I have 73,000. Do not – I guess they could type it in. Go ahead. They can do Connie. I mean, I All right, found, forget it. Okay. Anyway, forget anyway, it. Okay. <laughs> the special this week is $5 vibrational testing. You can go to PayPal and send your money to naturalwellnessherbs.hotmail.com. We will send you your vibration. There's also for this week the 10-minute mini readings for $15 which you can also do through PayPal. If you don't have a PayPal account, you can contact us through the website, emails that way, and we will get in touch with you. So until next week, have a good week, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.